Hey guys, hope you're all doing well and having a good weekend. Thank you so much for listening to episode 2 of season 2 of the Speakeasy podcast. In this one, I'm joined by Ryan, a really close friend of mine, where we'll discuss his time working as a personal trainer in a gym during the COVID pandemic, amongst other things. We have so, so much to look forward to in this series, and we've only just begun. Next week on Thursday, we'll be releasing the first episode of our feature series, Speakeasy Does, where we'll look ahead to the Formula 1 Emilia-Romagna race next weekend with an episode titled Speakeasy Does Formula 1. And on Sunday next week, we'll have episode 3 of the Speakeasy podcast where I'm going to talk to you guys about how to improve your mental health. It is definitely worth a listen. As usual, if you have any questions or comments, fire them over to me on Instagram, which is speakeasy.pod, or Twitter, pod underscore speakeasy. And finally, don't forget to donate on patreon.com forward slash pod underscore speakeasy where I'll be donating half of everything we'd receive to mental health charities across the UK. Anyway, enough of me talking. Let's crack on with the episode for more of me talking. A massive thanks to Jordan Galt Gardening Services as well for sponsoring us going forward and I hope you guys enjoy this one. Hello and welcome to season two, episode two of the Speak Easy podcast. My name is Most, and I am joined by one of my very, very good friends, Ryan, the Bowsy Bows. Bows. Thank you very much. Uh, I didn't know I had that many names, but oh well, let's go with them anyway. How are you doing, my friend? I'm not too bad today. I got a wee day off work, a bit of time to relax before the podcast, but I editing for myself and then a bit of relaxing. Today was actually the first time that I played the PlayStation in th- this year, actually. Oh, really? Is that? I, I mean, that's not your fun fact, is it? No, that is not my fun oh, fact. No. Um, I actually have my PlayStation set up downstairs. I used to have it in my room, uh, my man cave up mm. the stairs, but I've got it set up downstairs now, and I'm surprisingly still allowed to have it downstairs. I'm, I'm quite shocked by that, but um, yeah, it's it's quite good. I've been just playing FIFA 21 Seasons mm. online, and I yeah. got to Division Four. Believe it or not, aye, yeah, no so bad. It's no uh, bad. yeah, it's it's tough at the top, but <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing on your on your PlayStation? Eh, well, I literally turned it on the day and just started a FIFA career mode with Watford. That is literally all I've done. <laughs> I think I'm like three, four games in, undefeated so far, so not too bad. Not what too difficulty? Bad. Eh, world class. Okay, that's world good. class just now. But again, I've not played it in that long. I- could go to legendary maybe, but I've never ever, never ever tried. Well, maybe on a future episode you can let us know how your career mode goes. But putting that aside, let's just start with our actual fun facts. I'll let you go first, being the honorary guest. Right, well I've got two, um, if that's alright. Of course. <laughs> um, did you know that Cherries are a member of the Rose family? I did not. That's quite interesting. As are pears, plums, apples, peaches, and raspberries. Apples, part mm. of the rose family. Yeah. That's quite in- You would never think that, would you? No. When you no, look no. at a rose and you look at an apple, you would never correlate the two together. No, it's completely different. And my second fact flows perfectly into that. Another thing about apples, the reason that apples float is because they are one quarter air. Wow. I think I've heard something along those lines before that when you eat an apple, it 
a lot of it is here. Like, mm-hmm. for example, when you eat lettuce, a lot of it's obviously in cucumbers, like basically, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, very solid facts, by the way. Almost as good as the, the tuning fork fact in the last episode from Gary. And for some reason, I still think about telling water that I love it every time. <laughs> Thank you, Gary Tickle. So my fact is just crazy. It's mental and it's something I think you would enjoy. Not enjoy, but I think it's something that you would just find funny. The inventor of the Frisbee was turned into a Frisbee after he died. That is quite weird. <laughs> that is definitely interesting. So basically his um, his motto was, I live for Frisbee. And when he died in 2002, his final wish was to have his ashes turned into a Frisbee. And his son said it was his dad's dream that they play with him after his death and one day he might accidentally end up on someone's roof. So, yeah. Well, that is very, very interesting, but also quite weird at the same time. Could you um, imagine playing with a Frisbee right now and someone's just like, you know, what, what do you what do you throw it about, Frisbee it about? Uh, and it could be someone's ashes. Oh, don't, don't throw that too far. That's my dad. right anyway let's get into the nitty gritty and the good good for the podcast so no problem as i have mentioned on social media people will have listened to this uh, and know what we're going to talk about you used to be a personal trainer at a gym which we won't mention the name of for safety reasons and and stuff but um, you used to be a member of a, a a gym and also the the personal trainer um and I just want to know your experience, kind of around the start of lockdown and, and the first, um, the first lockdown in particular, when the gym first closed, and just how long you thought that would be for, and and how you felt and stuff. So yeah, how long did you think it would be for uh, during the first lockdown? Well, initially it was it was meant to be what a three week lockdown, yeah. Uh, that they stated. So I took that with a pinch of salt, and I I kind of thought more. Oh, this has got to be about about a month. Uh, just round it up to four weeks to be a month. But I never for one minute expected it to be as long as it actually was. Um, when you take into consideration how long like gyms and pubs and that were closed for, you're talking the full time our lockdown started to uh, I kind of left working there. I was off for like 10 months. Which is a long time to be off your work. Aye. A very long time. And again, obviously, we're, we're getting paid the, the money for being off work. But when it first got announced, the first thing that came into my head was, all right, I've got a, a wee holiday here. And then the, the kind of second thought as the day started to go on a bit more, I was kind of like, oh, well, th- this could be actually, this could shut down. This place could close. Uh, I could boot a job here, um, depending on how long it is. I started to actually get kind of wee bit, Wee bit nervous. Um, kind of phoned my missus, told her kind of how I was feeling, that kind of stuff. Um, obviously explaining that, yes, I'm wee, a wee bit excited to have a bit of time off to spend more time with her because our shift were kind of like the opposite. All over the place, yeah. Uh, so like when I was coming home, she was already in bed. And then when I woke up, she was already working and all kind of mental, mental for there. Um I was a bit excited to have a bit of time with her, but at the same time was a bit nervous in case the place actually like shut down for good, um, because that'd be me doing a job that I, I really enjoyed and loved doing. Um, so that was a bit scary. And that kind of falls on to my next question about um, 
you know, you were mentioning the furlough scheme and that sort of thing. Did you feel that, you know, it, like you say, it was almost a holiday for you for the first no. week and the furlough scheme, did you feel that was deserved? Did you think that maybe you guys should have had more, less? You know, how do you feel about that as well? Well, I did like the fact that they brought it in for everybody that was going to be affected by it. Um, so every single person had at least 80%, which was good. Um, my 80% was actually topped up a further 20% by the place I worked. So my boss actually put his own money into that, uh, even though he wasn't getting a lot in himself. That's um, very good of him to have done that. Yeah. So I was getting paid 100% throughout the, the full of the first lockdown, the full of the second lockdown, and then part of the third one, you'll kind of find out later on the podcast why I didn't get paid in that one. Um, but essentially, it was a wee bit scary at the start, and then I started to kind of fall into kind of bad routines and stuff like that. Um, obviously, my full day was wake up in the morning, make my food for the rest of the day, go to the gym, have a workout, kind of get myself ready, washed, ready to, to start work, work, then go home, and then rinse and repeat. So essentially, I was in the gym for about 10, 11 hours a day, all the time. Um, so in that sense, my day was kind of like, no ruined, but it was just completely changed because I went through waking up at nine every day um, because my shifts ended at 10 and I wasn't home for like later on to then starting to wake up close at the 11, 12, blah, blah, blah. So I was staying up a lot later at night and then going to bed a lot later, waking up a lot earlier, uh, later, sorry. How good was that first lockdown though? Because I remember, obviously I was still working through it, but I remember I had some time off and do you remember how amazing it was that we were just playing pro clubs on FIFA? Aye. We were, it was just, this, the weather was brilliant. We were going for walks and bike. We went for a bike ride as well, didn't we, that, that time? Aye. Up um, a hall as well. Yeah, and, and you know, just different things. And I honestly felt that was like probably the, the, the best time of um, COVID. And that was the only positive really out of it, that we had such a good time. Oh, um, yeah. and, and it was all this, like, it was all so new that it felt, you know, oh, we're off work or, or you're off work and I, mm-hmm. I can finish at like four o'clock and, and come home. We've got like the full evening to play FIFA. And, and just that's how crazy it was. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy to think now after all that time. I remember we actually recorded a podcast on your own, on your podcast about the impact of it and we never would have thought for one second when we recorded that probably about a year ago, uh, if not more, that we would still be here um, to this day. You know, it's just crazy. Um, And and what about when the, so when lockdown one is over and it was was lifted and, and gyms opened again, what did you think? Did you in your Heart of hearts, did you honestly think it was safe for us to return back to the gym at that time? Personally, what I thought was, if it was done in the correct manner, that it'd be safe. Um, a lot of gyms were essentially just letting people come in willy-nilly, um, crossing with other households, letting as many people in as possible because they were closed. What we done was we actually went to like a booking system. So at the start, we let a maximum of 15 people in. Um, and you're taking that the gym is over two different floors. I think I can't remember how much square feet, but it's a it's a big place. You know that yourself. Yeah. Um, we were limiting it, so essentially the place looked empty. Um, we set barriers and 
kind of placement so that people couldn't mix into the same area. Um, we put machines into storage, basically done everything possible that it would mean that the chances of people crossing would be limited. Uh, we provided free gloves for people to take, spray bottles, absolutely everything possible that people could take and, and kind of use. But in the sense of that, I'd feel that was safe. But when you take into consideration other gyms that just let everybody come in and didn't kind of take into the track and trace kind of records, that's a bit silly uh, because that probably furthered it and also didn't help the cause. Did you see anything in the gym that you were at, the gym that you worked at? Did you see anything horrific or was everyone quite well behaved? Personally, in the gym I was in, everybody was actually pretty decent. Um realistically the worst thing that I kind of seen was maybe somebody would come in forget to pick up a spray bottle and then they'd maybe come back like five minutes later and go oh crap sorry I forgot this I'll just grab one now um, that was kind of like the worst thing um, that as well as accidentally taking the spray bottle away with them um, because <laughs> some people actually took it home and then brought it back in the next day or took it down the bottom of the stairs and just left it sitting outside um, but a lot of the things that were in the gym I used to work in were done pretty, quite good because um, they did have a good a good couple of members that if they didn't see something they liked they would point it out to other people um, or stuff like that the, the gym that you worked at is a very close family almost isn't it, everyone kind of knows everyone and when you go in there for a workout you yeah. see people that you know and I think that helped a lot to stop anything untoward from happening and I think that helped with everyone sticking to the rules and I must admit I really really enjoyed it when it was 15-20 people um, Mm -hmm. at a time not only because there was loads of machines available but I just felt safer yeah 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 100% and and the big cardboard cutout of Nicola Sturgeon as well people have different views on that and I'm not going to get into too much um, because people have told me good things and people have told me bad things Um, so I'm not going to say either of them um, but again, it is quite a close knit group of people. Um, it is basically like a family. Um, and I think that's what helped us kind of go along. Um, as soon as it was announced that you could do fitness outside, classes were arranged outside so that people could again come to them. Uh, and the set now amount of numbers I can't remember if it was ten people you were allowed outside. Yeah. Um, so a maximum of ten people spread out. We actually used a football park so that people could be stationed far enough away from the other people that they wouldn't need to mix. Um, and again, gloves and hand sanitizer and that kind of stuff was provided. They did do a lot of things that were good and a lot of gyms done bad things. Um, I wouldn't say we done anything too bad. We kinda, we could have had a lot more people in the place, but as you say, it felt a lot more empty and you kind of felt a bit safer uh, with the more restricted numbers. And that's something that they're actually going to go back to uh, when they're allowed to open. This will be the fourth time. Uh, aye. Well, the third time that they're allowed to open back up to, they're doing that booting system again just to ensure that everybody feels kind of safe and they're not kind of pushed away for the gym. So you paint a very positive picture and a very happy picture of the gym and you have nothing bad to say about it at all. Yeah. So why leave? Why did you change your career completely? Right, well... The when was it the first lockdown came into place? It was the twenty third of March. Twenty third of March, right. So when you're looking at that, 
what then happened is I was going from March to the end of August, start of September. That was the first lockdown. So all that, I was off work. So that's what, March, March, April, May, June, July, August. That's five to six months there that I had off. Um, so that's, that's essentially half a year you take into consideration. Then we go for August to October. I was off for October, taking it was November, December, and then again for December all the way through. So there's a lot of time to have off. It kind of came round Christmas time, start of January. Well, it was just before Christmas time that um, I was getting offers. Would you like to go here to work? Would you like to do this? And then I had the same offer multiple times uh, throughout the time I was actually working at the gym. And once this offer came up, the time just recently, I couldn't say no to it. I got offer to work in a stone quarry with my dad. So it wasn't the most glamorous of jobs. Um, however, what I did like was during the full lockdown, they were off for like six weeks to two months. Do you know what I mean? They were only off a small period of time um, because it is outside work and essentially if you have like that, the recommended amount of people on that site, you could go a full day with, without really seeing anybody. Um, it's quite Some of the work is quite isolated but again you get put into teams and that kind of stuff. Like for example, the last couple of days I have been helping out people but there's been days go by where I'm working myself and Nobody really kind of needs to come near me because I'm doing stuff kind of safely in my my area. Um, so being offered a job that is really cancelled unless it's kind of like really really bad weather where health's at risk. That appealed to me a lot. Um, having the opportunity to grow and improve my position within the company was also a good thing to go for. And the kind of last one was a great increase in money. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail about how money was at the gym or how money is. You can see a Tesla key behind you, mate, no? <laughs> no, that's the WWE Championship right there, though. <laughs> um, but it is, I'm getting paid a, a wee bit more money just now. Um, I'm not going to say how much, because uh, be, it wouldn't be nice to say anything, you know, that stuff. Um, but the main things are, it's a better job security here. When you hear somebody working in a quarry, it's not as if it's been, oh, I've been working in here for two years or five years. It's, oh, I've been working in here 15 years, 30 years. There's people in my work that have been there for like 35 years, um, which is essentially most of their life. That's that's older than I'm or just now, and same with yourself. Um, so to have that kind of line of work where it's it's for life appealed to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair enough. And how are you finding it now? I am quite good actually. First couple of weeks I was unsure about where the stuff was and how to do this and how to do that, but everything slowly kind of getting easier. Um, they're actually sending me away in a course uh, just coming up. It's got to be like a 12 month course where I kind of go away a couple of days every month to go down to their training facility and that. Um, but everything slowly but surely kind of going the right direction. And everybody there is is brilliant, honestly. There's no there's a-holes there. There's no bad people. Everybody's kind of nice and they're all they're all genuine guys. You get a good laugh at it. 
And you must enjoy coming home from work now and finishing it. What time do you finish again? Sorry, is it two o'clock? No, no, four, four o'clock. Four o'clock. Sorry, sorry. So uh, you must, six. you must, you must like. Um, obviously, you're waking up super early, but you must yeah. like coming home at four o'clock, half four, and just having the rest of the. Certainly, when I finish at four, when I do an eight till four at work, I absolutely love coming home at, at four. Uh, it kind of feels like you still have the rest of the day to just get stuff done. Oh, 100%. Um, my previous job, I was working for three o'clock till 10. And then on a, that was Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. On a Friday, I was, my shifts get moved about that amount of times on the Friday. At the start, I was three till eight, then I get moved one till eight, then 11 till eight, then 11 till nine, and then I get moved to one was it one at 12 or one you used to start at 12 on a friday because i started my work at 12 as well and i used to Ah. message you as we were both about to start so 12 on the friday and then the weekend was an eight till six but that was a rotation so one week could be saturday one week could be sunday so that was my hours in the gym whereas now it's i'm getting up at six in the morning and finishing at half four on the monday and then half four the tuesday wednesday thursday friday Weekends, the big thing I like are weekends are optional in here. So I could work zero weekends the full year. Or I could work every single weekend the full year. It's up to you. Aye. My favourite kind of thing to be doing is, if it's, see if they ask me, oh, do you want to work this weekend? Aye. I'll work it this weekend. Because a weekend shift you can finish at whatever time. Right, okay. The, uh, there's been weekends where I've finished at 11, I've finished at 1, I've finished at 2, I've finished at 4. There's been a kind of good bit there, um, and you get the option to either work both a Saturday or Sunday, or you can work just a Saturday, or you can work just a Sunday. It's optional stuff that's kind of, you're going to do whenever it's shut down, so that it's kind of like the wee minor things or stuff like that. It seems like you have better job satisfaction now than what you did in the gym. It's, uh, yes and no. Um, I do like the stuff I do. I like, as weird as it sounds, There'll be times where I go into a place and it's absolute tip and then to clear it out and to make it look make it look class is is brilliant. To have a room that's just covered in rocks, covered in dust, covered in crap, to then take it all out, make it look banging, that's good. Um until then you go back about two days later and it's I have a tip again. Um I do miss the kind of social interaction with people for the gym and seeing people achieve their goals and Kind of stuff like that. Um, I actually get a decent amount of support uh, when I posted into the the Facebook and into their Facebook group about me leaving. I actually made me kind of no tear up, but it hit me right in the feels. A lot of the time, I thought, "Oh, I kind of some people like me. I'm all right here." But then you see the appreciation I got for people that I've helped and some people that I'd maybe barely spoke to, but. For some reason, I made a big impact on them. That's that kind of touched me. Um, that's the one thing I will miss. Um, kind of know being able to help as many people, but it's kind of one of the things that I could maybe do a wee bit of, but I'm not going to, not going to get into that just now. You could always do it on the side. You could always do rbpt ryan bowes personal training no something like that you could always do this on the side but at the end of the day you have to think about yourself and your personal life and how often you were seeing your partner and you know things like that as well uh, and so 
jobs aside and everything aside, uh, you've set up a, a football team. Mm-hmm. How is that going then? Have you found a lot more time for it now than what you did before when you worked at the gym? I have, 100%. Um, one of the big things that I was looking at was in my previous job, I wasn't working a Wednesday. So I had that time off to do the training because we trained on Wednesday. However, my Saturday, Sunday, I was either working one of the two of them, um, which wasn't very good. If, For example, if Rangers were playing on the Saturday and we the game on a Sunday, I needed to prioritise what one I wanted to do. I couldn't do both. Um, whereas now, I've got the weekends to do what I want. Um, if I get asked to work a weekend and uh, Rangers are playing the Saturday, we're playing the Sunday, I can say, well, I can't do this weekend or I can work the Saturday if I finish at a certain time. So it's gave me more time to actually prioritise doing kind of my hobbies and stuff like that. Um, I still come home and I'm really tired. That's why my football training is slightly earlier. Um, before it was 8 o'clock till 10, um, whereas now I'm in my bed for like half nine, nine o'clock. Um, just watching TikToks, just watching TikToks in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I sit and watch TikToks for about half an hour in my bed. Um, but now football, we go for six o'clock till eight, still gives you a big two hours. If some people can't make it till seven, then they just turn up at seven and jump in with the rest of the session. It's gave me a lot of time to actually kind of think about stuff as well. There's been plenty of times where I've been working and maybe kind of like tidying up a mess and I'm thinking to myself, Lynn training, if I do this drill, that would mean that I can add this one in behind it and I can fully in. Or I'm sitting, most likely, thinking about different formations to suit the players I've got to play in kind of future games and stuff like that. Um, but it has, this job's kind of helped me a big, big amount uh, just in terms of the team so far. And what's your plans for the team? Where do you want to see yourself in a year's time from now? Let's just assume that everything opens back up and the league starts again. What's your plans for the team? Ideally, what I would like is to have some sort of sponsorship deal with like a pub or kind of something like that. Just so that you've got like a hub so the team can go to. That's uh, one of my big priorities because there's nothing better than going to your sponsor's pub having a wee drink, getting something to eat for free because they're putting on sandwiches for you. Like, I mean, the last team we were at, we, we went to the pub after the game and we sat there for, what, four or five hours at times, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just talking all the crap and everybody else would leave and we'd be we'd be left there. There was actually one time where we went for the game to the pub, home got changed Went out, had dinner with the missuses, <laughs> then walked to the pub that was about half an hour away to then sit in there until shotting time. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was good. That was good. That was lockdown one. I'm telling you, that was that was just around lockdown one. Aye. It was um, that was just when everything opened back up again, pretty much. And that was, I'm telling you, that was the best time. That would be the best time we'll have had in the last year and a half, two oh, years. percent. Crazy. So what's your plans? What's your plans when lockdown finishes then? Lockdown finishes. I want to get my team ready to start playing games. Obviously, it's non-contact training and stuff like that just now that we need to uh, add here. To. So what I'm trying to do is get everyone in place. We're doing a lot of fitness stuff just so that essentially we can get everybody kind of up to a decent standard. It's hard 
and it's not hard to do non-contact at the same time. My background in PT does definitely help that. So, for example, I know kind of circuit-based style fitness stuff we can do to to do that. But also, you can't really work on anything in particular because you can't really have contact. So what we're trying to do is just basic passing and running and dribbling and everything that you do kind of solo stuff um, and kind of go with that. So right now, it's get the team ready for that. As soon as the gym's open back up, I've got to go there five days a week because I now have the time to go five days a week. Um, and basically just kind of try to get as many kind of memories back in as you possibly can. Um, ideally, again, as I was saying, if we could get a pub in place, I would love to have that ready. Um, I think the last time that me and you went to the pub, was it no before training one day? And we went and we got a lag of tops before training. <laughs> I'm sure that was the last time. And if it wasn't, it was it was close to that, man. I remember that. What How times have changed the way now. I mean, I know. I do miss it. Although, just in what is it, three weeks' time when the restaurants and all that are back open, we're going out for dinner. So yeah, yeah, long, we've got we've got that booked, haven't we? Yeah, that's on a Sunday, so you need to prioritise another thing now on your on your Sundays. Oh, I'll be fine with that. I'll be fine with so, that. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on the Speakeasy podcast. Um, no I'm going to link your podcast, the B3, below the description. Yes. Yes. I'll link the the football team's page. Everyone needs to like and, and share this this football team's page on Facebook Thank you. and Instagram as well. And for those of you who don't know already, we have Instagram, which is speakeasy.pod. We have Twitter, which is pod underscore speakeasy, because Twitter doesn't like full stops for some reason. That's weird. And that is weird. We also have Patreon, which is the main thing, guys. Everyone knows this. Patreon.com forward slash pod underscore speakeasy where you can go on, donate from £1 a month, and we will donate half of your donations to mental health charities across the UK. We also have a very exciting announcement that I have put on social media yesterday. We have a sponsor. So thank you so much to to Jordan Galt and his company, JGS, for being our official sponsor. Jordan is um, has his own gardening services company, around the North Lanarkshire area. So I will put all of his details below as well. Ryan, thank you very much for your time, mate. It has been an absolute no pleasure. And thank you for your two facts as well. You've set a precedent now. My next guest <laughs> week will have two facts as well, hopefully. Good. Just make sure the two facts roll into one. Thank you so much for your time. That is not a problem, man. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be of service. <laughs> See you later, guys. Right. See you later. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.